a needed engineer to engineer our podcast yeah. for us. If you're interested in podcasting for the bastard pastors <laughs> and editing and all that stuff, you can you can do that. It doesn't pay shit. Uh, so we're going to try to do 30 minutes, right? We have a 30 minute. Well, last time we did two 30 minute right. segments. Let's, we're going to see if we can get it all in in 30 minutes, which is too, uh, I'm too uh, long-winded, man. No chance in hell. Uh, so here we are, uh, episode two of season two of Bastard Passes. Ooh, Can yeah. we call it season two? Sure. Um, there's just a really long pause between seasons. Right. Or like a, we split seasons. Um, I didn't think about it in terms of seasons. So maybe right. we got, people got to subscribe now yeah, to the second season. Season two. Um, I have a couple of things to talk about, but one is... Uh, this seems like the topic of the week for me in my life is masks mm. <laughs> and uh, how and I was talking to somebody and how I, I bring it up for this reason, because it seems somehow masks and a few other things are oddly connected to Christianity and religion. Oh, I, I think the people that I see are most hostile also are people who are claiming to be in on I have a picture to show you while Jesus. you're talking about that. Um so it, I don't think it's connected to Christianity. I think well, it's Well, obviously not really. But what I mean is I think it's connected to um politics and what you're seeing is Christians who have been sucked into a political like I think the primary driver is politics because I think that transcends all of it and you're just seeing Christians who are aligned with a certain political right, side. Right, but I guess I just don't get cuz I would never go I'm not the person who would go so far as to be like, well, then you must not be a Christian. Cause I think sure. that Christianity and spirituality exist in bigger realms than that. But what I can't conceive is how you could claim a faith or a spiritual mindset and then be told something about a mask and loving others or something like yeah. that. And you immediately disregard that whole mindset or path to follow something political like yeah so i guess the question is do politics have a much bigger pull on our lives than our spirituality uh i don't think they do for you obviously right well that's why i ask because i feel like well it doesn't for yeah. me but i must be the anomaly then right uh no i I, th I think if you said all christians were that divided over politics i think that's too far i think particularly evangelicals are really drawn into politics right now and have been mm. for 50 years or so. And so for them, it's an identity marker where their political brand and their, their religious brand are very much tied together. Um, where did that come from? Um, the Christianity being tied. I, it depends on how generous of a reading you want to give to that. Like, cause there's, so there's Nixon's Southern strategy where they were like the Republicans wanted to win in the South and they, they figured out how to like turn Southern Democrats in Republicans by playing the race card, mm -hmm. by by warning them that that well, it used to be Republicans were the more liberal, right? It flipped somewhere, right? The, the race issue. If flipped. I'm understanding the rap I heard in Hamilton, right, right, yes. uh, they were Republicans who were the race issue flipped in the yeah. 1960s, okay, 1950s, somewhere in there. It's called it's called the Southern strategy. You can look it up. But like even that, because we're evangelicals, are product of that. We take too narrow of a view, right? Like politics have been intertwined with Christianity since the middle ages or since the really since Constantine um, right. that cause that's the, that's the hipster church beating a whipping boy is that Constantine is when the church got corrupted and it's never recovered, mm. which is why you get lots of independent churches that are going to, and that's yeah. why it's why in your seminary experience in mine, we stopped studying church history 
around Constantine, right? Because before then they were just all small independent churches that, right. were, that existed in their cities and they didn't have denominations. It's, of course, it's all nonsense. Um, and it ignores like the two or 300 years of war that, that the various Christian centers waged on each other. And, but like, so for a long time, the church has been deeply influenced by the, and it should, I'm in my daily Bible study of today, I'm reading Isaiah and Isaiah decides to, the author of Isaiah decides to like, tent pull his book by kingdoms right by who's king and who he gets to yell at and but isn't that also a time where politics and your social life and your religious life and your market life were all one and the same yeah. and now we've compartmentalized everything we can't we say we do but we but don't we have it right, so that's right. that's the great enlightenment man we're getting like this is this is my wheelhouse but <laughs> but this is all the great the, enlightenment the, well the great enlightenment said because we're tired of the abuses of superstitious Christians, right? We're going to not, we're going to separate church and state, right? And what we're going to do is we're going to make church only your privately held, privately practiced spiritualization of things. Right. And politics over here and the two can't intercede. Like it was a good impulse. They did that on purpose because the church and state were too intertwined. But to say that you can have a political opinion that doesn't reflect or connect to your spirituality is nonsense. To say that you can have a religious opinion that doesn't impact your activity in the market is nonsense. Right. It's just the idea that you can divide us into those kind of like soft sciences or sociological, sociological disciplines is silly. Of course, of course my religious belief impacts what I buy. I don't, I don't buy porn. Right. Right. For a variety of religious reasons. You don't buy porn? I don't, who buys porn? Porn's free. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so, so back all the way back to the, the thing with the masks, the, the polarization of it doesn't surprise me. I think that was visible from space. I think right. you knew as soon as, as soon as the president's like has been very like anti-mask. Mm. You knew who was going to follow suit with that. The what what caught me off guard this week was the vitriol associated with it. Like, um, I've told this story. This is happening three times now. Where I'm out for a run and somebody wants to fight me because I'm not wearing a mask. Mm. Right, even outside on for a run and and like we talked about last week, they. They've just built a whole narrative about, well, that guy's not wearing a mask, so he must be, he must be this, he must be this, he must be this, he must be this. Right. It was nonsense. Um, today on well, the way- And you probably look like the guy that they're picturing in their head. That's a, yeah. I don't oh, know. look at that guy. He's got his beard and hipster, yeah. hillbilly. Don't you, don't you, don't you, I, yeah, well, so it, you can't be hipster and hillbilly, right? Aren't they the same these days? No. I mean, at least in look. No, yeah, not for real. <laughs> not for real. <laughs> not for real. <laughs> well, well, that's why, like, I have to be one or the other, right? If I'm a hillbilly, if I'm some, like, hillbilly redneck, he's fuck it, I'm going to do government tells me that. You're not running. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> probably not <laughs> You're out You're not out running. You're working hard <laughs> right. somewhere. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I get hipster a lot more than I get hillbilly. Uh, from people um the uh what was the law last night that was passed you have to wear it everywhere inside seven counties in ohio the funny thing is i knew that and i put my mask in my car so i would have it wherever i went but today i had to go to the post office and i walked in i was like "Ah, i don't have it and then no one cared like really i was me we was me and one other guy I and he did not the post office employee did not enforce it on me because I, I was waiting for him to be like you need to go get a mask. Yeah, those guys aren't great. Nobody want nobody wants that fight. Right. I forgot mine going into UDF today. Somebody wants. I walked fight. back out and got it. I forgot my. So I went back out to get it because I'm making an intentional effort because I think 
I think it's just a way of showing concern for your neighbors, right? It's right. A, so even that, it's, the extra, it's, it's a loving act. If especially if you don't agree with it, it's a loving right. act. And if yeah. you agree with it, you're doing you're good. Thinking. Yeah. The extra minute for me walking to my car didn't cost me anything, but I walked back inside and this older dude was like, "That mask don't mean shit." No, see, I keep thinking. <laughs> so every time I every time I walk in a store and I don't have it, and I see people who do, I'm like, "Oh man." They're mad at me. And every time I walk in, I do have it. And I see people who don't. I'm like, oh, man, they're making fun of me. Like, well, and this is but no one's ever done it in my face. This is but. a profound difference between me and you is that I seek out that kind of conflict. Like, <laughs> Do it. Make I, fun I, of me. I dare you to say something to me because um, I like the fight. I, these people that lose their shit on, like, on old ladies on video in Costco or whatever, I really want one of that. Yeah, to I don't. Yeah. yeah I I've never seen it. So I, the reason that it's become a big deal to me is because this is the first time with this week I shared with you earlier, a friend of mine posted like I, he was the first person I know really like, who stance. has a hard stance on I don't need to wear this mask like in the the article that he posted was about unmasking unvaccinating un there's four things not having fear not having masks not vaccinating because it doesn't do anything and not um something else I know there's something else partnered with it I don't remember what it was but the whole time I'm like this thing is so angry. If, if it was just like, I don't know. I, and I guess the internet makes things worse. Um, but the whole thing's stunning to me. But I feel like this is a spot where Easy. as Christians, yep. we should have a stance. And the stance is, this isn't a big deal. We will comply with what? Man, the rules of the, the yeah, economy. Easy. Like, yeah, Paul's right, isn't that what Paul was talking Paul's to? Every all of his letters are like, dude, just comply, just comply, comply. Along. Don't give them pissed off at you about a mask if you want to talk to them about their their, their next life, they're, right? Well, they're gonna get pissed <laughs> off. They're gonna get pissed off when I tell them that their economic system is built on slavery and wages and death, right. and it is anti the kingdom of God. Right. So let's not get them pissed off about wearing a mask, which doesn't cost me anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no one has that. Man, uh, our Christianity has forgotten that. I yeah. think American Christianity. Was Western Christianity especially has forgotten that this, um, uh, the, the, what, what's important and what's not like, right. and that's where I think we get into topics of white privilege, yeah. topics of power, well, they have topics power, of, right? uh, uh, cause I, I just heard someone on a podcast, uh, she was talking about the, the fearful thing that most white people have. And even if they don't know it, it's there is that when you hear somebody else getting something, our cultures ingrained us that we were going to lose yep. something. Yep. So therefore, the, the 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 old farmer redneck who's mad doesn't know that he's mad because he just all he knows ingrained in him is that oh if everyone's getting something I'm losing something yep. and they're afraid to lose. But they don't. Not everyone knows how to vocalize that right. or will even pay yeah. attention to that. Right. And I think that the same thing has happened with Christianity. Like I heard the second that I'm giving something away, I'm losing something, which. Yep. I you know, ironically is what Jesus asked us to do. But I, mean, I heard a fascinating like analogy to this from Patton Oswalt where he said, you know, the, the mm, main, the main focus of our economy has been constant growth. Like that's what we're aiming for. Everybody's aiming for constant growth, particularly in the market. Can the market grow? Can the market grow? Can you invest more? Can you make more money? And in the middle of it, he just stopped. He goes, you know, the only thing in our world, the only thing in our world that works on constant growth is cancer. And it eventually kills you. Ooh. He's like, the, he's like, so we're trying to build the market. Why like, are comedians the voice of reason and wisdom well, these days? Well, that dude's been through some shit, though, right? Right, right, right. That how, like, that's not carrot top. But like, <laughs> yeah, well, but like, 
You mean Carrier Top's not relevant? Have Maybe you, he is. I don't know. Have <laughs> you seen President of the Board where he's a surfer who takes over a company? I don't Come know on. what Carrier Top's doing right now, so um, I could be wrong. Uh, the, uh, no, but like Chappelle. Uh, Those dudes are transcending the form. Because um, Richard Pryor transcended the form. George right. Carlin transcended the form. I think you're starting to see the guys that transcend. But uh, you know, man, I've always hated Russell Brand, but Russell Brand is really trying. Russell Brand. Oh, it's like I'm getting real political and spiritual these days i just never thought he was funny but like man he's trying to do a thoughtful conversation which i think is cool yeah he's really in man well but comedy's comedy's the last area where you're allowed to say the unsayable thing and you've got you've got a little bit of a buffer right are you in the agreement that anything can be made fun of on stage yes me too everything 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 Everything. yeah it's it's where it's where i ended up siding with some of the like some of the like conservative folks i don't like because They'll say, well, we should be able to, like, everything should be, like, that's why I like South Park so much. They poke fun at everything. But South Park pokes fun at everything that I hold dear and love. Including themselves. Including themselves. Um, the idea that anything is beyond skewering is, yeah. is, is false. Now, I think there's something to the idea that I, I read a Catholic priest who said um, that mockery and, like, satire really should be aimed at the powerful. So mm-hmm. you, we should always punch up if we're going to make fun of somebody. It should be punching up at the powerful, not punching down. So like making jokes about poor people or the powerless people is just – but his point would be like, why? What's the purpose of making fun right. of people? Are, so I think there's something to that. Well, that's words. also not funny it's most not, of the time. <laughs> like, but but then, they're, then they're, the question becomes – I, mean, I guess if you're at some like clan meeting, yeah. they might think it's funny. <laughs> well, or if we're making fun of the clan. But you know, clan comedians. But if I know. made fun of the clan though, it's <laughs> right. Funny. Right, so there's a there's a certain amount of people that we can make fun of. It we just, should not I, talk about. Right. But I like the I like the um, I like the line of figuring out. Okay, man, like what's what's it a what's so to to Jesus juke it? What's the prophetic voice? Um, because the prophets are all funny. The prophets are all yeah. all especially like the big ones that do the performance art stuff. They're snarky and they're mean. Mm. Uh, somebody the other day was like, oh, "I don't think pastors should talk that way." I was like, "Well, then you didn't read the Bible, right? Right? Like I, this this idea that every that every religious voice should be." Um, well, we we had that conversation on Tuesday with the children's pastor. Like, how do you take stories of rape yeah. and violence yes. and anger and uncertainty and doubt? And uh, waywardness, yeah. and turn it into a cute kid story. Yeah, or go through Isaiah, how he changes his kids' names. Yeah, everyone of Isaiah's kids' names is a prophecy about what's going to happen to Assyria and Judah. Yeah, like this is your life. <laughs> your your name is the destruction comes. Yeah, right. And so go. Good luck. Go be it. So yeah, I the everything everything's now politicized. So everything's politicized, which is what I've always said. I've always said everything you do and say is political. Yeah. And I, it's taken me a while, but I've adapted that. I've adopted um, that model. So, but right now everything's vitriolic, right? Every, like there's so much power and anger right now. Mm. Um, Cornell West's big thing right now is, okay, well it's time to move past symbolic actions to concrete actions. Um, he said, I'm not criticizing anybody for anything they've done. Keep doing it. Like tearing down the statues is important. The, the prophetic art is important. We need systematic change. And if we're going to do systematic change, we're going past like the, just the police. We're going to the halls of Congress. We're going to the corporate boardrooms and we're going to our yeah. education systems. And he's got this like thought out thing. And his big thing is if we stop now after just pulling down some statues and paintings and having some right. remarches, we didn't do much. And it was really good. And then Job's had, done. Right. Well, that's easy for the powerful too. Hey, look, we did the job. We got arrested but my for life night. is still the right. same. Yeah, right. Uh, he and he ended with the thought. He ended with the thought that changed. That really changed a lot for me this week. For some, I've heard it because the person's like, "Well, 
well, people will say you're not patriotic, but you love America, right? You just want to see it be better. And he goes, he goes, well, as a Christian, I don't love abstract things. I love real mm. things. He said, so I love Americans. People I love don't people. like you talking about Cornell West sometimes. Oh, really? <laughs> Christian people, I think. I feel like they're like, wow, he's I, not really. Oh, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gotten any blowback on that yet. I, no, I, I did I from just, one person. I feel it. Oh, man. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder if Come get like, me. I'm ready to yeah. go on that one. But, yeah. man, that, but that idea, his comment is, I don't love America. I love Americans. Like, I love Palestinians. Like, I love Jews. Like, I love Russians. He said, I love people because my Savior loves people. He said, mm. so I don't need to love an abstract thing. So I don't love the market. I love people having enough food to eat. Right, I don't right, love right. the market. I love people having enough housing. He said, so maybe a market-based economy is the best thing for those things, but I don't love it. I love the, res- the results that help in- and empower particularly poor and working class people because that's who we need to be looking out for. And it was just this like, but just the li- having a well-thought-out philosophy of life I think takes a long time to get to. Um, but he's so well-read and he's like, so they, this week I've been trying to think, oh, what are the abstract things I've given my love to when I should be loving concrete things? What's the right. real thing I should love and not the abstract thing? The real thing I love is my mm. neighbor, so I wear a mask. Right. Right. The abstract thing Ooh, would I be... I like that, the real versus the abstract. The abstract thing I would love is my freedom, so I don't wear a mask. Right. So that's, that's how the debate is framed up right now is between the abstract and the concrete. Cool. I'm choosing sides with the, with the concrete, not the abstract. And that's very easy for me. I don't like that. That it it solidified like lots of thoughts that were bouncing around in my well, head. Well, that's the other thing about the article that I read that dude posted. He was kept talking about his freedoms. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're not listening to the conversation of our culture because if you're a black man right now, you don't have this. Like you're t- you keep talking about they're taking away my freedoms. I'm like, but these freedoms that you what? get because you're a white male. Right. Like, uh, I I watched just did you watch Just Mercy? With Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. But it's true story of a dude who was a Harvard grad who decided to spend all of his time uh, going to Alabama and, and looking at cases of people on death row, black men on death row. And like it's off. something like now it's been like 80 people that they found mm-hmm. innocent. Yeah. That just because they were like that guy, those guys don't have freedom in Alabama. Right, right. Um, and it's cheap. The gentrification, like the, I just watched a movie on that. And like it's like these, this isn't freedom for everyone in America. Americans aren't. It's like. Oh, as a white Christian male, somebody, I get I get a lot of freedom. Somebody on Twitter told me today that I was just like the Jews who got in the train boxes when I wear a mask because I'm complying with a too powerful government. And I'd like I fired wow. back as like as like so let me get first you think you're like leading the resistance against the Nazis by not wearing your mask. That sounds dumb. Right. Secondly, you're blaming Jewish people for being victims yeah, of the Holocaust. Let's take this analogy That's, far. I, right. I, I went through all these problems and then the person's like, no, what I meant. And then it turned into a dog pile of right. folks like back and forth. I was like, okay, I'm probably out now because this isn't funny more. But like the idea that you would say to me that you not wearing a mask makes you a freedom fighter on par with the Nazi resistance in France or Poland or whatever in the 19th. It's just Okay, the world's dumb now. Yeah. Like the world and the, the way to go, sacrifice. <laughs> right. You're you're a hero. Well, Let's so make my, a statue. Well, so to my you. real question is: is how do I like? Obviously, you can't talk to that person. Right. This that's my that's my question: is how to have a reasonable conversation yeah. with something so unreasonable. I think what stunned me though is that it leaked into a friend group because mm. I always put those yeah. people oh. outside of my friend group. So I like, don't I don't do that. Of like, yeah, you know, all the people I hang out with and know yeah, are relatively yeah, sure. sane. But, oh, this leaked into my friend group, and, like, I have a crazy in there? I've been having this conversation with a good friend about, like, who I should limit in my social media circles because mm. as a leader of a church, do the people I associate with damage the witness of Jesus to the church? And, I mean, I think it's a good question to ask. Ew. But I also don't think anybody's def- – this is – 
I don't think anybody's defined by their worst moment or impulses or the things that they say, even if they're like, mm. like powerfully wrong or like right. really destructive or violent and evil. And even though they need rebuke, there's still people that bear the image of God. And so I can't cast them out because I don't think Jesus would cast me out. Right, right, right. And so like, I'm stuck with them. I'm stuck with them and all their imperfections and their stupidity in the same yeah. way that Jesus has stuck with me and all my imperfections and stupidity. It's like, I've been trying, I've like, for me, these That's lines a real are real hard mindset to have all the time. You have to be real. I would, I was comparing it to like uh, my brother who used to work at a soup kitchen and he went to work at the soup kitchen as the head chef is this like, I mean, he wants to help people, wants to love people. Like he it, <laughs> ended up like opposite. Well, backfired. you end up with just this really hard heart because, yeah. because there's so many games being run and there's people yeah. lying to you and there's like, there's things that come along with that. And I think if you're going to really be open to everybody there is this like sort of like oh my heart's gonna get hurt like people right. are gonna say really mean things that's and my my friend who was trying to get me to not do that stuff said these people are saying awful things to you and about you why do you keep taking that right well that's what richard rover say if we if we can start to look at sin as communal then we are actively participating in those sins too and it's just a way to not judge sure. like oh i'm i'm doing yeah. that too i mean if you're serious about the half hour thing we're running up on we're running up on it oh um, we do what we did last week. Just stop and start another track. Yeah. Or we, no, it doesn't matter. No. I think it's good though. The readers demand it or the listeners, the readers, keep readers, them, keep them wanting more readers. Uh, speaking of which, if you want to be on our podcast, we're doing, going to start doing some invites for some yeah. zoom, uh, sort of, or you can come live. I yeah. guess we don't care. Um, until the government shuts yeah, us all yeah, down yeah. again. And wear a mask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You could wear a mask and do it, right? It would sound terrible. Like, you might know. as well just do the Zoom one. Does it sound weird? Yes. Like no, you can't do that. You'd be like Bane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, the, uh, but yeah, so I think it'd be fun to get some people on here talking yeah. about. It seems like people really like, like people really liked what we did with church leaders. Well, I, the funny thing is then it was real hard to get people because no one had time. <laughs> right. But I feel like now Everybody's got time. we could probably get people on they a higher, uh, higher level scale. They going, still don't want to talk to us. <laughs> I'm gonna send a letter. I'm gonna send it out to Dave Chappelle. Hey, you wanna be on our podcast? Uh, you can just have a book, and maybe you can get invited on his. Right. Oh. Um, yeah, we can stop it there. That's fine. Uh, That's good. Man, it's a weird time. It is a weird time. It's a weird, it's a weird Wear time. Wear a mask. It's a weird time, and it's weird, like, no, don't. Because essentially, what you have to say to everybody is, "Hey, man, do the best you can with what you know, right? And assume the best about everybody else." I think people are trying to do the best they can, but they're not assuming that everyone else is doing. Yeah, their if you best showed either. up to me today and said, "Man, I just I'm not wearing a mask. I don't think it's a big deal." I'm like, I have a reasons for thinking you probably should wear the mask, right? But like, because I know you'd be a loving person in every other area of your life. It would be silly for me to assume that you're suddenly an asshole who hates people. Right. Right. So like this one, the, the thing that people do, especially the things that people are doing in a crisis and ongoing catastrophe are not their defining things. Right. And so like give people grace and, and, yeah. and you're going to lose. Like, Don't be run by your anxiety, your fear, and don't judge others. Shut up. Some of us are only motivated by our anxiety. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably. You motherfuckers need Jesus. Then 